Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 8th of October. And on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 2008. And we travelled to Japan and remember the death of Mrs. Yukiko Sugihara, who had helped her husband, Chiyune, rescue thousands of Jews from Lithuania during World War II. There are a Japanese diplomatic family in Lithuania and were able to issue visas to Jews, many of whom, as the heads of family, could then transport their entire families to Japanese territory. And thanks to Sugihara's actions, thousands of Jewish refugees found themselves in Japan, where they were safe enough, even though the country was allied to a virulently anti-Semitic Germany. Yukiko, living in a nearby hotel for her safety, would often massage her husband's hands at the end of the day as they were worn out after writing hundreds of visas. Although transit visas at the time were valid for only 10 days, the term was lengthened to a month and in some cases longer until most of them had been able to arrange passage to onward points such as Shanghai, America, Australia and Brazil. When he was recalled from Lithuania, Mr. Sugihara left a copy of his signature in the consulate stamp with some Jesuits in Vilnius, who continued issuing visas in his name. Chiyune Sugihara died in 1986 in Japan, where he was unknown, and it was only when a huge Jewish delegation from around the world and the Israeli ambassador to Japan came to his funeral that his neighbours found out what he had done. A convert to Christianity, he told his wife it was more important for him to obey God than his government. And his decision to aid the refugees was particularly influenced by his reading of the book of Lamentations in the Bible. Although not officially a saint, Chiune is considered as such by some Eastern Orthodox Christians, some of whom have icons of him. And in 1985, the Yad Vashem, the World Holocaust Remembrance Centre, granted Chiune the title of righteous among the nations, and with his family they were also given perpetual Israeli citizenship. Although he was too ill to travel to Israel to accept the reward, it was received by his wife, Yukiko, instead. Mrs. Yukiko was his second wife after he had married Claudia Apolonova when working for the Japanese Foreign Ministry in Harbin, China. His first wife had been Russian and he converted to Christianity, specifically the Russian Orthodox Church, to marry her, using the baptismal name Sergei Pavlovich. His experience in all things Russian earned him the position of Deputy Foreign Minister in Manchuria, where he was tasked with negotiating with the Soviets over the sale of their rights to the North Manchuria Railway. However, later that year, in 1935, Chiyune resigned his post in protest at Japanese mistreatment of the Chinese. 
Just before returning to Japan, Chune and Claudia's marriage dissolved and ended in divorce. And he remarried a Japanese woman, Yukiko Kikuchi, with whom he would have four children. As a young man, Chiyune's father had wanted him to become a physician, but he had deliberately failed the entrance exam by writing only his name on the exam papers. And instead, he entered Waseda University and majored in English language. And this was when he showed an early interest in the Gospels as he entered a Christian fraternity that had been founded by a Baptist pastor, Harry Baxter Bedinoff, to improve his English. He passed the Foreign Ministry Scholarship exam and then served in the Imperial Army as a second lieutenant with the 79th Infantry stationed in Korea, then part of the Empire of Japan. He resigned his commission in 1922 and he took the Foreign Ministry's language qualifying exams the following year, passing the Russian exam with distinction. The Japanese Foreign Ministry recruited him and assigned him to Harbin, China, where he also studied the Russian and German languages and later became an expert on Russian affairs. However, his insubordination regarding Japanese treatment of the Chinese in Manchuria meant that he was reposted in a demoted role as a translator of the Japanese legation to Helsinki in Finland. On the eve of the war in 1939, Chiyune was posted to the Japanese consulate in Kaunas as vice-consul. Kaunas in Lithuania was an ideal place for Japan to keep an eye on its ally, Nazi Germany, whom it suspected of making a secret pact with Stalin, as well as plotting an invasion of the Soviet Union. Both suspicions were confirmed by Sugihara's contacts with Polish spies and his reconnaissance of Nazi troop movements, sometimes done under the guise of a picnic. His main job was to collaborate with Polish intelligence and keep an eye on German and Soviet troop movements. The Germans and the Soviets invaded and occupied Poland soon after Chiwone's arrival in Lithuania. And this was followed almost immediately in 1940 by the Soviets overthrowing the government of the Baltic states of Estonia, Latvia and Lithuania. There was then an influx of Eastern European Jews to Kaunas in search of nations that would offer them visas. Chune asked the Japanese foreign ministry for instruction regarding visas for the Jews and the ministry replied that visas can only be given to those who had come through appropriate immigration procedures and had enough funds to purchase it. Most of the Jews coming in fulfilled neither of these criteria. However, it started to become increasingly clear that what would happen to the Jews if they remained in Eastern Europe, and Chiune decided to take his own initiative and started to churn out 10-day transit visas as well as speaking to Soviet officials who agreed to let the Jews use the Trans-Siberian Railway at five times the normal price. Chiune would reportedly spend 20 hours a day writing the visas, producing a month's worth of them in a single day, and by September he had given thousands of visas away. However, in September the Japanese consulate was closed, 
and the Japanese staff were told to leave. Chione and his wife Yukiko stayed up all through the night writing more visas. Apparently he was still writing them whilst in transit from his hotel to the train station and finally in desperation. He resorted to signing pieces of paper affixed with the seal of the Japanese consulate which could then be written over into visas, flinging them out of the train windows into the crowds of desperate refugees. Now Sugira's story is seen as a kind of bright light for Lithuania, according to local historians, and 80 years after he issued visas for life to refugees who sought his help. Lithuania's government declared in 2020 the year of Chiyune Sugihara. An official programme promises an exhibition of photographs in Lithuania's parliament, as well as concerts, conferences, films, postage stamps and a monument erected in Kaunas, where Sugihara was posted in 1939. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow if you can. If you look at the life of Father Gabriel Fallopi, the Italian priest who spearheaded advances in Renaissance anatomy and whom the Fallopian tubes are named after. This month we surpassed 10,000 downloads, so thank you to listeners from all over the world for your interest. And today it's nice to say a special thank you to our listeners in Sao Luis in Brazil and in Durham. North Carolina, especially those celebrating their birthdays. Our archives can be found at www.pogp.net and if you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. Have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.